Welcome back to Sports Dump, Lewis County's only sports podcast sponsored by Elam's Home Finishings and Sleep Center, as well as Gobel Septic. I'm Aaron Vantile, joined tonight by Chronicle Sports Editor Eric Trent. Eric, say something so we know your voice. This is Eric Trent. If you hear this voice, this is me. If you hear anybody bashing on your teams, it's probably Alec, and you're about to hear his voice now. <laughs> Alec. Yep, this is this is Alec. I known team basher, uh, hater of all of our teams. Just kidding. Uh, there's only two players I've ever heard you say were good, and it was Kira Gardner and Dylan Phillips. So both are very good. Mm-hmm. Both mm-hmm. are very good. All We've right. got some good players here too. Yeah, we'll talk about maybe some good players in a little bit. Um, hopefully, I mean, if we're not going to, then what are we even doing? Yeah, here? I don't know. <laughs> So first up, uh, you guys have any Oscars, Oscars takes you want to get off your chest before we, before we move on? I think the world's seen enough Oscar takes, honestly. You, you think there's been enough Oscars discourse over <laughs> I, the last I few think, days? I think we're good. I think that I, this is the most relevant the Oscars have been in maybe a decade. So at least there's that for them. Um, yeah. If you are coming to this podcast, you know, four days later to get your Oscars news, uh, I have... I have news about the podcasting world <laughs> at large. I think the best take I saw was because people thought maybe it was staged and someone was like, if you think the Oscars fabricated some fake assault on stage or whatever, then you you have way too much confidence in the Oscars being able to put together like a good product. Uh, and I'm yeah. like, yeah. <laughs> we, don't, we don't need to get into the Oscars. I have too many thoughts for, for this medium. True. Uh, first up, we've got a recap of the Southwest Washington Senior All-Star Games. We'll start with the, we'll go with the girls game first. Addison Hall scored 18 points and won the MVP. And you guys seem to think it was a defensive game. It was. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it was a 40-minute game and it was like 63 to 52 or something. So, yeah, not a lot of points scored. A lot of effort. A lot of effort. The ref came up to me and he was like, I almost want to tell him to try just a little bit less. <laughs> <laughs> like get some layups, get some, you know, have some fun. Uh, what can we do next year to increase scoring in the girls all-star game? Uh, I don't know. You have any ideas? Not put Chris Banish as one of the coaches. Uh, yeah. Chemistry. They were, they were doing a little pressing. Is that he what was I heard? pressing. Yeah. Full taking it pretty seriously. Yeah. There, yeah. He's yeah. a competitive guy. Yeah. You got a Tumwater girl on his team and he's like, you, you're going to be the, <laughs> the focus of this press. <laughs> um, Isabella Lund got a, got to work out that game. <laughs> All right, and then in the boys' game, uh, Dirk Plackinger scored 48 points. I'm pretty sure that's a senior all-star game record. Let's just call it. We're the media, right? We can, we can yeah. just say it is. Uh, yeah, <laughs> record-setting night for Dirk Plackinger. He had 31 in the second half. Is that correct? Is that he, what it was? He had Jeez. 17 in the first half, so yeah. Well, that's a lot of points. Uh, do you think maybe threes. they should have played a little defense in that game? No. <laughs> It was fun. People, was, Seth Hoff did a backflip. Kyson Collette did a couple backflips. There was some bad dancing. What, a, what, a back, what do you mean? Like, like literally did a backflip. Like in the in the game? Like made a three and yeah, did a backflip in the game. That was a thing. I've never seen such a thing. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Such malarkey. Uh, there was some bad dancing, some uh, half-court threes. Aaron Asselton made a half-court three. Like in the game? Yeah, he just pulled up and made it. It was fun. I'm starting to think this game needs some defense. Put Banish in charge of, like, let him coach a team in the boys' game. Uh, debate question for you guys. Should we bring back the 2Bs versus 2As game? I'm going to say no. They are split. I believe the teams are one and one in the two games we've had. I think they were 2018, 2019. Yeah. 
It would have been really hard to put together for us this year, just for from a logistical sense. Especially now, Tumwater and Black Hills are included. It like mm-hmm. kind of. Well, they already they always were. They'd always were they? pull from. Yeah, they'd bring in some like the occasional Timberline kid or the Shelton kids or whoever. They'd pull from more than just the Lewis County all area teams. Hmm. Yeah, but you know we do. There's just a lot of since it over. Well, maybe it was just this year, but since it overlapped with baseball track and all these other things, we. Um, we had some really last minute dropouts. We had some kids who we thought were going to be out and then we're like, no, wait, I thought I was a part of it. Um, so it, yeah, it would have been kind of a logistical nightmare to try to, you know, only track down big school kids or little school kids, depending. Well, I mean, you track down the same amount of kids. You just, you just put them on the same teams. Yeah. I mean, you well, guys are making this harder than it needs to be. Like, I also just think the game is better when, when you mix and match. So, you know, I, get I what, can tell you, I, I told you this the other night and I will repeat it now. Dirk Plackinger is not scoring 48 against two B teams. Fine. He's scoring 40. He's scoring. He's scoring high 30s. Maybe I'm just, I'm just <laughs> saying it would have been a little more competitive. Dirk Plackinger is a very good player. I don't think the game would have been close this year. I don't, I don't think it would have been close. I could see how there'd be more incentive for the kids though. Like the two B kids want to be, in sh- you know, the two the A kids and show that they're better. I'm just saying like you throw Kramer in charge of the two B team. Blackinger is not, he's but not, he's not also 31 in the second, but half. what's wrong with a kid scoring 48 points and backflips and like a kajillion threes happening, it's ruining the game. Why? It's I'm fun. On my old man hat. It's, it's all about <laughs> the kids having fun. And like, it looked like every, pretty much everybody there was, was having a good time. So yeah, I agree. It is like kids having fun's fine. Um, and I th- it, like for us, at least it was kind of cool seeing the, the, um, you know, the bigger school kids mix it, you know, the Dirk Plackingers play with like the Chase Collins and, um, the other, um, uh, you know, Landon Cout playing with, uh, you know, Leighton Collette and, and all that. That was kind of fun to see. Yeah, that is cool. Uh, was there anybody outside of Plackinger that game that you saw that, uh, surprised you or did something you hadn't seen him do in the regular season? Trace Sadal was the first time I watched him play. He's it's Sadell, by the way. Sadell, sorry. Yeah. Sadell. We'd been messing uh, that up. He led his team in scoring. It was the other team, uh, gold. Yeah, it's been gold. Yeah, he he. You could tell like he was out there trying to prove something. He's he went. Uh, I can't remember how many points he had. Twenty something. Twenty three. Twenty three. Yeah, mm-hmm. he was, he was pretty the all time scorer in the history of Raymond. Yep. Correct. Yes. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, any other senior All Star game thoughts? Not really. No. It was fun. Yeah, it was a good time. You know, is it going to be back at CC next year? Do you think? Yes. Yeah, they said it was. Good. Uh, not that WFS isn't a great site, but I think... It kind of worked at, at Chehalis just because it's bigger. And, like, there were a lot of people there. I could see it being kind of a problem at uh, CC just because, uh, you know, it's not as big of a gym. Yeah. Um, but, obviously, the lighting at, at WFS is just terrible, so... <laughs> <laughs> that was Alec for the record. Yeah, <laughs> it was me. They know this. I've told them this. I keep dropping like little things. I'm like, you know, Centralia has better lighting than you guys. Uh, <laughs> you know, they need to get their best grant writer. And yeah, you, you guys need to Light install bulbs. new lights. <laughs> anyway. All right. So other news before we get into this is kind of soccer, but we'll get to more soccer stuff in a minute. But Kevin Schultz retired steps down. Retired forever. You know, he's, a, he's an old man. He said, I can't do this. The game has passed me by. Uh, it's time for me to step away. <laughs> Four years. <laughs> uh, no, what's, what's the deal with Schultz? What's going on? 
He's going to coach at, uh, be the men's uh, head coach at uh, South Puget Sound College, Community College. And he, how long has he been at Tenino? Four years. Four years. And uh, have they been a successful four years? Well, the girls' team went 57, 14, and three and won their only two state playoff games in program history. So Pretty it's good. a yes there. <laughs> and before he took over the boys' program, they hadn't won a game in three years. They won four games in his first year, eight game. Well, and then they had the canceled season. Then they won eight games, and then they're five and two this year, four and one in league. So um, they're a modest seventeen, seventeen and one uh, as it stands right now, but still lots Fast of improvement, improvement. Uh, considering they hadn't won a game in three years before he got there. And so, is he finishing out this year? Yes. Okay. Cool. Um, is he going to use that as a motivational tool the rest of the season with the boys? Maybe. Maybe that'd be, I, I would, that'd be, I don't know if that's Chad Kramer level motivation, but he's not <laughs> pasting it up on the, the locker room yeah, walls. Or, or making up stuff that we said, you know, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Yeah. Congratulations Schultz. Uh, he's a, he's a Shalos guy. He's been coaching various things. Uh, he coached, he was an assistant basketball coach Shalos for a while. Um, he's, he's been around soccer for a while too. He was at Centralia, right? With Henry. For a while? Mm, yeah, I think he helped out there. Yeah. He said he'd been at, I think, f- four schools total. So he's he's been around the block yeah. in Lewis County. He said he was going to, uh, when he gets to college, recruit a lot of the, the area kids. So Good. I'm sure Centralia College and isn't too psyched about that. <laughs> but <laughs> All right. Uh, where have you guys been today or yesterday? Um, Where have you guys been? You've been outdoors? Yeah, I went to Napa Vine today. There was three events going on. There was a track meet, a softball game, and a baseball game all going on at once. And how were they? They were good. Uh, Jeremiah Nubby threw um, right at the beginning of the track meet and uh, kind of take you take you to, take you you to through what was going on. So he, they could let him throw first because they wanted to just get it out of the way because he throws so far and it's dangerous uh-huh. and the field is small. <laughs> So he, he, they announced, they say, Jeremiah Nubby, the nation's leading discus thrower, is about to throw. So everybody huddles around, and there's, like, a bunch of discus kids there. And when they heard that, they were like, what? It's furthest in the nation. Like, they didn't even know. And he unleashes his first throw, and it clears the the flags at the very end of the, you know, the throwing area by about 20 feet, and it hits the the javelin flags that are beyond the beyond the um, discus pit. And uh, that one was 202 feet seven and a half inches and you know everybody was just like in shock once they saw him unleash that first throw so it was pretty cool to see that because you I mean how often do you get to see one of the nation's best at something uh and for comparison i just happen to have the list up here in the 2b ranks in washington state the number two discus throw is a kid from coopville named logan martin and he's got a throw of 148 feet nine inches the number three guys, the number three guys from South Bend, and his best throw is 132 feet 11 inches. Jeremiah Newby is number one with a throw of 205 feet two inches. So he's got about 57 feet on the number two guy and about 73 feet <laughs> over the number three guy. Yeah. So he could probably go out there and win it left handed. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean he he leads the nation by 14 feet, and his throw today was three feet from his PR, and it still would it's still the furthest in the nation. Yeah, pretty good, pretty good. He's pretty good. All right, so when you were in Napavine, uh, did you have anything to drink? 
find yourself in a situation where you needed some facilities? No, but I did see a Gobel septic. I actually heard somebody use it because I was taking photos and I heard the door <laughs> slam. <And> I, <laughs> it was a Gobel septic porta so potty. Did you turn around to get photos of it? No, I didn't want to put them in the paper. You, that <laughs> that would have been awkward. Just an impromptu advertisement for Mike Look Evans. Happy customer. Yeah. Mike Evans leaves a porta potty during a track meet in Appavine. <laughs> Uh, Gobel Septic, one of our proud sponsors. They provide septic service and sanitation for Thurston, Lewis, Mason, Callitz, Grays Harbor counties. Get your septic pumping, your septic inspection, septic riser installation, commercial septic pumping. Of course, grease trap services. Where would you be without them? You can rent a porta potty and rent a portable sink. Just visit Gobel Septic, that's G-O-E-B-E-L septic.com, or call them up, 360-736-2167. That's Gobel Septic. All right, should we do more track stuff or more soccer stuff? Let's do, well, let's do more soccer stuff. Okay. So Friday night was the first ever Chronicle Cup. Yes. Tell, tell yeah. me more. What's, what's going on here? What's the deal? The first leg. Uh, so it was a, actually neck-and-neck neck game. It went to overtime, then it went to PKs, and WF West won 5-4 to four in PKs, and then the students stormed the field afterwards. How many students are we talking at this game? Oh, there were a good amount. There was a lot. There's there a video a of it amount. on Twitter. There yeah. was, I don't even know, 40 kids maybe ran yeah. on the field. All right, but, so it was a pretty pretty competitive game then? Yeah, yeah, it was actually really good. And how do they feel about the, the sponsorship and the Chronicle Cup, and do we have an official trophy yet? I don't think we have an official trophy yet. It's going to be handed out at the next game, which I is going to Chad's be in working on it. What What do you guys think the trophy is going to look like? No idea. Like a like a. I think Chad said something about yeah. it, like a platter or something. I don't know. I think they hand those out. Yeah, in soccer, like if you win a championship, they give you like a big platter. What? I don't. I don't know. know. Yeah, I don't know, man. I we're we're not organizing. Well, any it of says it. the Chronicle <laughs> Cup, so it's got to be like a cup. Right. Like yeah. a big, like, bowl-shaped with a base Object. on it. Object, yes. Yeah. Something you can drink probably Gatorade out of, I'm sure. Yes. <laughs> All right. Uh, how do we feel about the, the rest, the, the remaining two legs of the Chronicle Cup series? Is it a series? What do you call it? I don't I'm not so I'm up not on the sure. soccer terminology. Yeah, I don't know either. Me neither. Well, some healthy series. guys are. <laughs> uh, so who, who's good for WF West since they won this thing? Uh, they... Elvis Leal Perez is um, one of their top players. Uh, I'm trying to think who else. I've seen his name. He's got a lot of goals this season. I don't know. I've only seen him play once. What about Centralia? Are they any good? Yeah, they have a kid named Brian, B-R-A-Y-A-N, Oriana Games. I'm not sure if that's pronounced correctly. He's a freshman. He's really fast. He's one of their forwards, and he had a hat trick, I think, the other night. Yeah. So, yeah, he scored all three of their goals in the 3-2 to two win over – I can't remember who it was now. Um, all right. And WF West was – they were undefeated until, what, Saturday they lost to Tumwater? Undefeated yes. in the league anyway? Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, they have one – yeah, they lost to Tumwater, and they've also lost to Pullman, which is non-league, but okay. Pullman's really good. Uh, do we know when the next matchup between WF West and Centralia is? Do not know the date. I think it's after spring break, so it's not for a while. Yeah. Okay. Is Centralia going to be able to come back and even things up? 
They could. Yeah. They so could. Then are they just like, do they split the trophy game to game or is it the end of the season? I think it's the end it's, of the season game is the one that What matters. if they go two and one and then the team that lost the one game in the regular season beats them in the playoffs? I don't no, know. No, it's going to be handed out at the next game. Yeah. Cut the trophy in half. No, they just, <laughs> no. it's is just going to threaten to cut it in half. They basically like decide a, that one game is the one that matters and that's for the cup. So I think the next game that's happening is the one that's for the cup. This game does count. They'd, Henry told me the formula. There's a weird formula where you oh, take, it's, I don't even know it. Uh, he explained it and I was just like, oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, I didn't get it. We just write words. We don't. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's see. The next game is in Centralia on Friday, April 22nd. And then it looks like that's that's the last game. That's going to be a good one. According to the schedule. Yeah, I think they only play twice. Oh, okay. I thought they played three. Maybe I'm thinking of their old Rotary Cup with girls soccer or something. Oh, the Rotary Cup. It was the Rotary Cup. Yes, it was. <laughs> the Rotary Club decided they'd rather give their money to Ukrainians. So, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> but luckily, Chad was there. Is that true? <laughs> uh, I don't. I don't know. I know they donated a lot of money to uh, Ukrainian efforts, which was very nice of them. Anyway, uh, Tanina's got a kid that's good at soccer too. Yeah, freshman. Yeah, Tyler Minerich. He has What's, 10 goals in seven games. Do you think he is personally trying to convince Schultz to stay in Tonino? And he's like, if I just score enough goals, Schultz will like me. <laughs> maybe, maybe. It's like the Angels in the outfield kid that's like just trying to get the Angels to the playoffs and yeah. that'll come back. Yeah. Yeah, he's been good. He's uh, pretty aggressive and he's just kind of the, you know, the, the ball keeps falling at his foot and he keeps putting it through the back of the net. So he's been pretty good for them. All right. They also cool. got maybe the best name in the entire area at keeper. What is it? Uh, God. Alex Reich. Reicholderfer. It's really hard to spell. Reicholderfer, yeah. Reicholderfer. I've gotten good at spelling it now. He's actually, he's really good. He is too. good, yeah. I thought awesome. you were going to say he had 10 the, saves the other night. The goalie that had a really good name was like Jim Goalstopper or something. No. <laughs> Reicholderfer. Very goalie appropriate name. Oh, Reichel Durfer doesn't just roll off the tongue. It, it you got to try to say it. You got to try to say I'm it. I'm not going to try it. <laughs> it's fun. <laughs> Reichel Durfer. Um, who else is good at soccer? This is our soccer preview. United. United's doing really good. They yeah. just beat the center. Yeah. Uh, Matthew Etheridge has just been on a tear. I don't even know how many goals he has at this point, but he had two hat tricks to start the year. Um, they beat Centralia. They beat Tonino. Um, They've been good. They've been really good. All right. Cool. Rochester, they're around? Yeah, they Rochester's have the, re around. the reigning uh, Evco Offensive Player of the Year, Alex Castillo-Corona. Really? Yeah. He's obviously really good. Okay. Uh, do you guys want to talk track now? Yeah. All right. What do you know about track? Uh, watched Lucas Dahl run today. Smoked everyone in his heat. There was like five heats, but um, looks like he'll probably win. He's very fast. Expert uh, analysis there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is track, though. He is the fastest sprinter in the state, it looks like, in the 100. 11.31 uh, seconds is his best time. And kid from Ocosta is second at 11.48 seconds. I get the list back to showing me everything. Yeah, if you're running 11.2 at this point in the year in 2B, you're you're probably going to win state doing quite well. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I'm um, just going to run through the list and see any kids that are in the top spot. Uh, doll is also the fastest kid in the 200. 
And what else we got? Oh, a kid from Chewila. Zeke Ooh. Crockett. God, that's such a Chewila name. Zeke Crockett. <laughs> uh, he's got the fastest 800 time in the state. Brandon Hansen probably knows his parents. Uh, he probably does. Who else do we got? Uh, three kids from Goldendale are the fastest in the... Oh, that's in the 1500. That's because that's not a real event. Yeah. <laughs> Zeke Crockett also has the best time in the 1600. This oh, guy's a look machine. At, look at oh, it Zeke must be Ty Crockett is his little brother, apparently. He's third. <laughs> Glad we're getting this Chewila content out there. <laughs> for for you, that audience. <laughs> for, yes, just in case Brandon listens. Can you look at 1B girls? I think Charlie Carper might be up there in the 100. Um, yeah, I'll pull it up here in a second. Although uh, she did not run today. I was going to try to get up some photos, but she knew you were going to be there. Yeah. She's like, I'm not going, uh, Napa finds four by 100 relay team. Peyton league, Colin Shields, Max O'Neill, Lucas Dahl is the second best in the state. What's the time? I don't, I just scrolled past it. I don't want to oh. go back. Uh, 45.83. Kalamas is number one at 45.2. And that's Jackson Truesdale, Nate Meyer, Max Cox, and Kaysen Dubke. No mystery, huh? Does he do track? I don't think he does anything in the spring. Uh, what else do we have? Well, now he's going to listen to this and be like, well, actually, <laughs> I just turned I've, out today. I've, I've come to beat on you again in another sport. Uh, <laughs> I'll be at practice on Monday. <laughs> uh, Jeremiah Newby also has the best shot put in the two B's in the state by about eight feet. Seems like a, like a safe margin of victory there. And, Max Cox from Kalama is the best javelin guy, 164 and a half. And uh, oh, Lucas Dahl is also the best at long jumping. Yeah, didn't he jump like over 20 feet? 21.5. Jeez. Pretty good. That's pretty Not good. bad. That's pretty good. Uh, let's see. Two be girls. fast helps. Oh, Jordan Kochi from MWP, best in the 100 and the 200. Wow. Yeah, uh, what else we got? Kira Gardner. Best in the 100 hurdles, and then Kochi's the best in the 300 hurdles. So what do you think about that? So good. (laughs) So fast. (laughs) And Gardner's the best in the high jump, 5'6". Next best is 5 even. And the long jump, 17'2". By a foot. That's it. Nobody else from around here has a very good, you know, track thing. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, what did you want to check out? This is just like 1B. the track version of, but who have they played? One <laughs> B girls, 100, but what have they ran? Uh, Carper's third in the, the one B's in the 100 at 13.72. Monster Ox Tegan Weiss is number one, 13.52. Wow. So what do you, what do you think of that? Yeah. what do you think of that? Te- I didn't realize Tegan was that fast. Huh? Only seen her in basketball. You didn't realize she was that fast. No. Just like you didn't realize Monster Rock was that good at basketball. I picked them to win the state. <laughs> yeah, we had, we had a lot of money on it, Alec. It never came through. Uh, in the two A's, let's see if we got anybody local on the top fives. Price Seth Hoff in the Jav. Mm, Zach Munson, who is unattached. Maybe he's from around here. Uh, <laughs> Zach the, Munson. He's going to get Munsoned out there. That's, in the a household, that's a household name around here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see. Doesn't look like it. Uh, Seth Hoff is third in the javelin at 163. Cody Wheeler from Hawkinson is number one at 184 and a half. Mm. That's that's all we got. Mm. The boys, maybe the girls are better. 
let's see. Maybe not. Maybe Jav. Kyla McCallum. Maybe. maybe Javelin. They got the third best 4x200 and the third best 4x100 from WF West. And, and none of their sprinters are in the top 10. It's like bizarre that their oh, relay is so high. Up there. Uh, McCallum is second in the Javelin to Natalie Sumrock. Oh. Tom Water. Sumrock's at 130. McCallum's at 116. And uh, Brianna Witchie's third in the triple jump. She's from WF West. Where does she jump? Uh, she jumps three times. Yeah, 34, I mean, five. Four, five. She's only like a foot and change behind the number one. Uh, their sprinters, Hodiah Star has the 10th best time in the 100. And Elena Koenig, Koenig has the 5th best in the 800. That's not really a sprint. That's it. That's all the track numbers. You tried sprinting 800 meters? Uh, every day. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So track, uh, do we think anybody's going to be a champion from around here other than Rainier's Jeremiah Newby. Yeah. Looks like, yeah. Dahl, I think, is a really good bet to win Speaking something. Speaking of bet, what about talent? Talent bets. bets. Yeah. Talent bets. Check I out that segue. Wow. What's, I don't he, know what's uh, he running. He's pretty fast. Yeah. In two A's. He's 100 and 200. He feels like he's a better. He's not on the list. I don't know what to tell you. Oh, he's not on the list yet. It's oh, early. List. It's early. It's still early. Can it's we get early. the full list in the 100? I think they've only had two meets, so. Uh, his best time is 11.52, which is tied for 16th. Mm. So 10.63 is the fastest mark. That's Jeez. He's got some, very fast. That's a kid from Seahome. Oh. You're all stomping grounds up there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He ran it at the Twilight and the Ham meet. But the Ham's got like an apostrophe in front of it, like Bellingham. Yeah, not yeah. like. You know, Danny's breakfast or anything. <laughs> the ham. Uh, any other track stuff you guys want to talk about now that we have that, that riveting discussion on numbers? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I think we're good. Um, tennis, golf, anything in there before we jump to stick and ball stuff? WF West girls tennis just lost to Black, Black Hills. Hills. Yeah. Their first one of the season. First one, yeah. Battle yeah. of Undefeateds. Black Hills are the defending uh, district champs, so... It's not like they're slouches, but uh, yeah, pretty big result there. Probably a lot of state placers uh, competed at that match. Yeah. Um, and then what golf teams are going right now? Uh, the 2B boys are going right now. Just, just Adna and Winlock. We know because we got uh, the text from Salmi. Adna is the defending district champs. Wow. We've come so far. <laughs> um, who else is going? Uh, uh, the two A teams, Rochester, Centralia, girls. and WF West. Yeah. Girls. Yeah. Girls from yeah. the spring. Oh, yeah. The two Bs are the boys, by yeah. the way. Uh, who's good for Adna? Salmi's kid pretty good. S- yeah. I think he was the I think he was either he first was, or second at districts. Yeah. They, uh, it's all the basketball guys. Azelton, uh, Collins. As- yeah. There's like one kid who didn't play basketball, and I forget his name. I feel really bad. And Salmi won't let him play varsity. He's like, you're the number, you're the, you're the JV number one. Sorry, kid. Um, but uh, yeah, they beat, uh, who'd they beat in that first I can't remember. match? They beat Winlock was one of the teams. That, I want to say like Iwako. Iwako's always good. They're always good. And they beat Iwako though, I think. Did they? 
Wow. Iwako yeah. always has one of the top God. golfers in the state. It's been yeah. like two weeks. So. Iwako's won so many state titles in golf. They're they're really good. Even like back when I was playing, they were really good. Which is weird because it rains so much there. It's like, how do they practice? <laughs> uh, they're, they're, just, they're just gritty. They just get out there and play in the rain, and it toughens them up for fishermen. They are the summer fishermen. Summer rolls around. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're off, uh, you know, just teeing off from the, the bow of a majestic fishing boat. <laughs> <laughs> Crab boat. Uh, all right, let's go to baseball and softball. Uh, we'll start with baseball. What's going on in the Evco? Tomwater looked like they started off pretty good, and then things slowed down a little bit. They lost to Shelton. Lost to Shelton and Black wow. Hills and High Black Climbers Hills. and the Wolves. Yeah, yeah. They split. They split both of those series. So you know, it's it's baseball. You're gonna lose those. They, I think, they have three pitchers that are going D one. Mm-hmm. Um. So that's going to help them once they get the kind of their feet under him. Ryan Orr obviously is kind of the standout going to Wazoo. Uh, Jordan Hansen had a game. I think it was the first game against Black Hills where he struck out 17. He's going to UNLV. And then Overbay, obviously, Alex Overbay um, also. So they got a lot of arms. Yep. Um, yeah, it'll just be, you know, it's still the the early season. I don't think anyone thinks that Tom Water, like, isn't good. WFS has been really good. They haven't lost in league yet. Um, they've got a, a good trio of arms there too. Hunter Lutman, Logan Moore and Gavin Fugate. You watched them today. I, I watched Log- Well, Logan Moore. Yeah. They oh, they're all three the Bearcats. Oh yeah. 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 They let them all. Yeah. Once. <laughs> yeah you never yeah. seen you anything. Only like saw it. one of them, but you had to pick one to, to swing um, at. <laughs> what if, what if you did that? What if you just like, took your shortstop and your second baseman and just like put them on the, on the mound next to the pitcher. And you're like, <laughs> smoking like, mirrors. You do that? Yeah. yeah. You yeah. could, you have to figure out which one's actually throwing it. Yeah. yeah. That'd Ooh. be scary. <laughs> yeah, that it's definitely illegal, but I mean, yeah. what if it wasn't? Uh, yeah, they were pretty good. Uh, black, black Hills has been pretty decent too. Uh, Rochester has been good. Braden Hartley has been having a really good year. Did he just strike out like 14 or 17 yeah. or something. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's been super good. So two A's are are really, this is a really competitive league. I don't know how it stands with other leagues, but um, they they all are kind of beating up on each other right now. Uh, what about Centralia? They they got the oh. kid named Moshi. Yeah, Moshi yeah. Eport. Cool he's, name. He's good. That is a great name. Um, they are, they're good too. I think they've only um, lost one game. They've only lost maybe. once. Um, they just beat one A Kings. Um, with a walk-off, they got the Wasson Bros, mm-hmm. um, Landon Cout, uh, a lot of familiar names. Uh, Gabe Seymour pitches for them. Blake uh, Seymour also yeah. plays. Uh, a lot of football kids, basketball kids. Brady Sprague, yeah. Oh, yeah, so, Sprague's kid. Yeah, so they've been they've been good. Um, again, just a really competitive league kind of top to bottom. They There's not really like a, a bad team. Yeah, know? Centralia is, oh, no, WFOS is five and one three and oh league and the uh the swamp cup series is not until friday april 22nd they're going friday then tuesday then wednesday for that three game series okay, it's so the same day sweet. as the soccer one i love that for us is it? <laughs> April 22nd then yeah yeah friday night you're gonna have a just a hell of a series there and the way they're spaced out i mean you're gonna get three issues worth of content out of those three games probably <laughs> probably Softball's uh, probably playing that same day too. Uh, uh, love how the schedule works out. Let's just play them all on the same day at the same time. Well, let's uh, let's jump to softball. What's going on in the Evco softball standings? I, I saw WF West lost their 
their first Evco game since 2019. Is that as long of a streak as it sounds like, or is it inflated because of COVID and other things? Inflated because of COVID. But still, I think an impressive streak for sure. Um, you know, a 2020 season got canceled, so they didn't play any games in 2020. Oh yeah, that, I forget that was a whole season. Exactly, that got all the um, spring. They did go all of the spring season without losing a league game, um, and that was in 2020, 2021. Sorry, um, and I believe uh, they had to play Tumwater twice. They played everybody twice, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or did they only play? I I wasn't here yet. Yeah, did they, they only play twice. league teams? Well, let's see. That was the 2020-2021 season. They probably had at they least... Went, they went 12-0 in league. They beat so Tumwater 9-0, and then they beat Tumwater 9-1. And Rochester was pretty good, too. So uh, they won 12 in a row um, in that year, and then you know they won their first couple this year before losing. So, yeah. um, so I think still an impressive streak, but yeah, I mean, COVID kind of... And the last time they lost the league game was, it was also to Tumwater, wasn't it? Yes. Had to be. Yes. Back in April of 2019, right at the end of the regular season. Okay. Yeah. I feel like I remember that. All right. And yeah. How's the, how's the rest of that league look? Also competitive, but it, it it feels kind of like a a two way race for the title. WFS and Tumwater look kind of a step above everybody else. Mm -hmm. Um, the WFS did lose to Tumwater, but it was it was really close and kind of you know back and forth. So I like a three one game. Yeah. yeah, I don't think Tumwater has like several legs up on them or anything. It's it was it probably could have gone either way. Um, after that, Rochester, they're d- uh, defending district runner ups. They've had to replace a lot of people, but um, Sadie Newtson, who was kind of their ace and best pitcher last year, is is back and she's pitching for them. Just signed with Eastern Oregon. Yeah, yep. for softball. Just announced today. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Um, so anyway, they, uh, they look pretty good. Um, Centralia is, is really, really young, but they're kind of figuring themselves out. They got a lot of potential. Michaela Chavez has been really good for them. Um, she has two home runs already this year. Um, and gosh, who else do we have? Black Hills is kind of struggling. They haven't won a league game in a while. Um, they're rebuilding there. Aberdeen, they got a freshman pitcher. Is that girl uh, a freshman? Yes, Lily Camp, um, who uh, everyone is saying is is a lock to be all league of some sort. She's she's been very very good. She she just kind of dominated uh, Centralia. Um, she gave up two home runs, and that was kind of it. Um, and then God, what like, she? Can you really like dominate a team if you give up two home runs? I mean, they run ruled them thirteen to three. Still give up two home runs. I mean, I mean, if the, I don't know. Look, man, I've seen some pretty there. good, pretty good pitchers in my day, and I'm sure she's. Oh, I'm sure you have. <laughs> They're uh, they Aberdeen is four and two. Their only losses have been to Rochester fifteen six and Tumwater twelve three. So they're pretty good. Yeah, they're good. Yeah, I'm sure she's a good pitcher. Um, but it definitely feels like um, they're they're moving up in the world a little bit. Yeah. And also, I think uh, Tumwater and WFS are kind of 1A, 1B, and then it's kind of everyone else. I assume that the state bids work the same as other sports. They probably get three, four, four is kind of been the standard for, three, for District 4. Four, four. Um, let me take a look. Who's, uh, uh, what was I going to ask you? How, uh, go into the, the 1As a little bit. How's Tanino baseball look? They look 
pretty good for a while. They they lost their first game to Rochester on a walk off, you know, playing up in a, a two A game season opener. So, you know, not too upset about that. Then they rattled off five straight wins. They averaged, I want to say, like fourteen runs a game or something. They were just kind of scoring a will, and then just ran into a buzzsaw at La Center and lost eleven zero. So they uh, they kind of have some inconsistent pitching, but um, when their bats are are on fire, they're on fire. So, you know, they're, they're pretty dangerous. They're another really, really young team. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And the two A's baseball and softball both get four bids to state. So that'll make for a, a nice fun district tournament. Um, and then let's go to the two B's Two B baseball. Uh, has anything changed? Is, is there, is tutelage looking? Is there a, Tutor. is there a hole anywhere? Anybody no. has there been a blueprint game on how to beat Tudor Lake? All right, Long beat him. I think. Third pitcher, two is pitching. So not their two D ones. Yeah. <laughs> Who are there? The D ones are what Cox and Swanson. Yeah. Yes. Okay. And you don't think anybody's going to beat him? No. Probably not. The way like playoffs and everything are set up. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Yeah, I don't think so. Um, I mean, just like imagine if you're a coach and you're like, oh, Zach's having a tough day on the mound. Let's just. Let's just pull out our other D1 commit <laughs> and have him throw 96 miles an hour. Yeah, but like you'd never do that in the postseason. You might. I don't, I don't know. I think like, there's too much games. You got to save the other guy. Like if you're over in the final four and in, well, I guess it's in Centralia now, like you don't want to burn your second ace. You want to save him in case you get to the finals. Yeah. It's the same thing in regionals where you're going two games back to back on a Saturday or whatever. Yeah. But you could also like start the third guy and, and bring someone out of the bullpen again and, and kind of manage it that way. If you really needed the win Toledo, when they won Toledo won a state baseball championship in like 2015, I think. And all year they'd start one kid and let him go three innings and then pull him and then throw in the, another kid in there and let him go three innings. And that's how they did every single game. They'd do that in mm-hmm. game one of a doubleheader and then game two. So the same kid started every single game for him. It was bizarre. Wow. And they want a state title. I don't know. I was like, this is insane. This is never going to work. And then I was proven wrong. Yeah, I covered a, I, I covered a UW baseball game and they did this really weird thing, I want to say three or four years ago, where they started one guy and he would literally just pitch an inning and then they would bring in their ace and he would pitch the rest of the eight innings. Yeah, and it was like, it was the most bizarre thing. That's the way they did every single game. Like they had a guy do one inning and then they'd bring in like the real guy that was yes. supposed to start, I guess. The opener. It's yeah. Interesting strategy. Kind of like it. All right. So outside of uh Tudor Lake, who's, who's good in the two B's. Do you have any ideas, Eric? Uh, PWV is doing pretty good, but they're, you know, they're running through the, uh, to be Pacific, and they yeah, don't have I much competition. Scoring twenty runs a game against the Northwest Christians and the North Beach, the North Beach Tahoe's yeah. of the world. Forks is their really only the real competition over there, and I don't think they played yet. Um, yeah, I'm sure they're. Are they trying to set up some non-league games with maybe more competitive opponents? I don't know. I haven't seen any yet, but they've got two really good pitchers: Hudson Barnum, the coach's son, and then. Uh, Garrett Keaton, who was on one of our all area picks last year. Yeah. So they got two guys they can throw. All right. Uh, what about the rest of them? You got uh, what, Winlock, Toledo. Uh, you got your Napavine, Ani. Anybody, you know, rising out of that to be in that top tier in the C2BL? Not yet, I don't think. Um, still kind of too early to tell. Um, Ani beat Napavine. 
Yeah, that's right. Ani beat Napavine. Interesting. Yeah. Eight to two. Yep. Napavine's really young, though. Um, trying to think. Adn. I've only seen Adna once. I watched Adna's him for young. two innings. Yeah, they just got shellacked by Toodle. Yeah. Although their their new coach admitted to me they they didn't really they didn't pitch anybody of consequence. <laughs> yeah. Maybe not of consequence, but they didn't pitch like their guys because they were like we're we're not going to win these games. We need to try to win the rest of them. Yeah. So, right. but yeah, Adna always always kind of makes a run late in the year. So, gotta look out for them. I think it's I think it's pretty wide open after your after Tula Lake. So yeah, yeah so it, it sure like, seems like it's a really really top heavy. Kalam actually gave uh, Tula Lake kind of a run for their money. So maybe they'll kind of be maybe Jackson Israel go play baseball instead of track. Maybe <laughs> yeah. he'll do both. I'm waiting know. for him to DM you and say, <laughs> actually, I'm playing golf this year. Yeah. <laughs> We're coming for that state championship. <laughs> Uh, let's see. All right. C2BL softball. Um, who's, who's good. Adna. Yeah. We haven't, we haven't got to one of their home games yet. I don't think they've had very many. PWV is good. Like it's the same issue as, as baseball though, where they don't really have a lot of competition. No. Yeah. They got up and played uh, a couple three, a teams though. And four. Um, did PWV play the, well, they both them and Adna went up and played in. Yeah. Like different weekends, I think, but yeah, PWV was up there and played, I want to say Yelm and, Bellevue, maybe? Yeah, Adna had Skyline, 4A Skyline, and Bellevue, 3A Bellevue. And okay, PWV, maybe, PWV maybe somebody else. I think PWV had Yelm. That sounds right. Um, but yeah, they were both, PWV's games were both fairly close. Um, and Adna's weren't like they didn't get blown out or anything. So yeah, I think they're both going to be fairly strong. Um, was Olivia Matlock's the, the ace for PWV. And mm-hmm. then who's Adna got pitching? Ava Sims, ninth grader. Ava Sims has been good, and Carly Von Moose. Okay, another common name on this podcast. Uh, outside those two kind of perennial powers, who's uh, who's looking? Uh, who could be like a party crasher in district tournament time? I think Nap. Uh, well, Napavine just beat Tuta Lake. Napavine's undefeated right now. They just blew out Tuta Lake like twelve to one. Mm-hmm. Um, when Tuta Lake has been on a hot streak, they have a really good pitcher. They have two good pitchers. Um, so, I mean, Navavine's looking really good. Rainier has one of the best pitchers in the league, Bailey Elwell. She throws really hard. Uh, She's averaging like 13 strikeouts a game or yeah. something ridiculous like that. They've yeah, beaten, but who have they played? Who have they? Tenino. <laughs> they beat Tenino. Huh. Um, all right. Okay. Um, it would be, it would be interesting to see like Rainier in there. I think Ani also too, just with their experience, they haven't really shown it yet. They they haven't really gone into their groove, but they just have a, a bunch of seniors on that team. Um, you know, like every every other of their girls' sports, it's all the all the same girls playing all the same sports. Yeah. But Hamilton uh, Lawrence, Cleveland Barrera. Cleveland yeah. Barrera, yeah. yeah, they got a lot of power. Um Dylan Ziegler, pitcher, is, oh, is pretty good for them. Yeah. Pickle, yeah. So they uh <laughs> I I think they could maybe be kind of a dark horse or, you know, pull off an upset or something just because they, they have loads of experience. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, and then uh, we got any, what's, what's going on with the one bees? Maserac? How are they? How are they? How are they? They're very young. Softball teams were very young. They have one of the best, probably one of the best one B players though in the state. Haley Brooks. She just hits bombs. Yeah. She teams had a won't pitch to her. She, she went three for three yesterday against God. Who was it? Morton Whitepass, for some reason, decided they wanted to pitch to her three times. And she had a home run, a double, and like a single. So. <laughs> she, 
Triple shy of the cycle. (laughs) Yes. If only she would have gotten another shot up there. Um, all right. Uh, how's my Rock baseball? What are they? They played anything? They've gotten a couple games in, haven't they? Yeah. They they actually played Napa vine today. I watched uh, one inning of that. And your thoughts? Uh, well, they actually, they scored, they were up, I think one, nothing on Napa vine. Um, there's a, the play at the plate. I got a good photo of it. Gavin Parker is catcher. And then uh, it was Marshall Brockway from uh, Mossy Rock scoring. Mm-hmm. And but, you, you caught the photo. They didn't catch you sleeping. No, no. Although there was a kid that was partly blocking the, the batter who he didn't really quite move out of the way, out of my way uh, quick enough. <laughs> <laughs> so he's partly in the photo, but uh, speaking of sleeping, how's, uh, how's your, how's your mattress situation? Uh, Oh, my couch or my chair situation's awesome. I'm, I'm thinking maybe you need to upgrade the mattress too. <laughs> Go visit our friends over at Elam's Home Furnishings and Mattress Gallery. Uh, they will outfit you with everything you need to make, uh, you know, your your sleep situation, your sitting situation, maybe even your your dining room table situation. Just, just perfect. Go pay them a visit. They're at 1530 South Gold Street in Centralia. You can give them a call at 807-1211. And, you know, you can... You can even check them out on the old internet at elamshf, that's E-L-A-M-S-H-F dot com. And you can check out all the all the beautiful furniture they got. I know Alex been just hitting refresh on that page oh, every day. Just, just like, salivating, oh, looking in the windows. 12 months promotional financing. That baby's <laughs> going to be mine. Um, And then, uh, yeah, what do you guys got coming up next? What's in... Uh, it's Thursday. What's going to be in Saturday's paper? Well, um, Alec has the next three days off. I'm going to go out to PWV and Forks rematch of the district. This is softball rematch of the district semifinals that Forks actually won. Uh, but now their St. Martin's pitcher is gone. So I'm expecting PWV to win. And then on the way back, I'm going to get Castle Rock at Adna softball. Oh, okay. So get the weather permitting. Weather permitting. Hopefully rain holds off. Yeah. Yeah, it's gonna be fun. We got spring break next week, so not a lot of sports are happening. Um, yeah, what what are you guys covering next week? Well, you're gonna be, aren't you on vacation, Trent? Yeah. Yep. Where are you gonna go? Anywhere cool? No, I wish. <laughs> <laughs> Anywhere there's a Gobel Septic Santa can. <laughs> I will be. <laughs> I'm gonna try um, to. I don't know what I'm gonna. I'm gonna try to go fishing. The bay or the ocean opens up pretty soon for halibut, so nice. I'll go out there and maybe try to catch some fish. All right, and Alec, are you going to survive here all by yourself? Uh, I don't know. There, there's like literally no sports until like Thursday, I think. So you're going to have to get creative, write some, write some power rankings. I know. I might have had to hold off that Kevin Schultz story until next week. Then, well, that could go in the paper next week, or should we put it in soon? I don't know. Uh, you can hold it till next week, I guess. I mean, fill space. I don't know. Yeah, find something else cool to write about. I gotta find uh, write about the the Chronicle Cup and why it matters. A think piece. A think Finally, piece. some discourse we could all get behind that uh, doesn't involve the Oscars. Everyone loves <laughs> think pieces. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I would. See, I, did you see Will Smith, the baseball player, got booed at a spring training game? <laughs> and then he thought it was Will Smith. And then he hit like a bomb immediately after. It was pretty funny. <laughs> People are like, what? Will Smith is here. <laughs> and he's a white guy. Uh, no, I, you should find like something to write a think piece about. It'd be hilarious. I don't want to write a think piece. Like his basketball gone too far. Chad Blackinger scored 48 points. <laughs> Chad, Chad Kramer will somehow use it as motivation. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure what he's getting at here is they're never coming out to Morton. 
Um, anything else you guys want to talk about? I think we're good. I think we're good. All okay. right. We're, we're probably going to not do pod next week. Uh, yeah, I don't think so. It's spring break. We'll take the week off. Um, still try. I think Schwartz is going to be out too. So I got to figure out something to do with the, the other podcast. Oh man. Holding some guests. I can't or, go on that. No, I don't think you do very well. <laughs> I don't think you know enough about the news. Yeah. I just am so oblivious. The to county commissioners. What are these? Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know what they do. Um, all right. Thanks for listening. Uh, you can leave a rating on Apple or I guess Spotify has those two now. I don't know. I've never used them. Um, thanks for listening. Buy some furniture from Elam's Home Furnishings. And if you got to poop outside, call Goebbels. Thanks. Thanks.